Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20 down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Tuesday to you, January 23rd, 2024. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big oh, X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, Nick Rouse should be here soon, we think. Hope you're having a great start to your Tuesday. It's going to be rainy. I was kind of spitting when I was on my way in, but I think the heavy stuff is coming. And it's going to be coming all day, which, Scoots, my car could could really could really use it. Tonight. Oh, yeah. Who are you telling? It's That's why I hate the snow, because it is just so disgusting in terms of your vehicle. You, It's not even worth yeah. going to get a car wash, because it's just, then you know, the next day you're going to pick up more of that salt, and it's just going to be gross again. So, yeah, I, I, too, am really looking forward to the rain for the same reason. Yeah, I, I don't know what day it was last week that... I had to drive a ton, but it was the day that they were laying down all the stuff. And then I think the next day with the snow, I had to drive too. So my car looks absolutely disgusting. So uh, we we need that rain. Roush, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Rocking. Game day edition at KRC. Cats take on the Gamecocks. Get it together, Roush. Tonight, 7 o'clock. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. We'll get to the Thornton's text line as well. Text on in 502-414-1450. I'll be driving a lot in the rain today, so my car will have plenty of time to get washed off. But I will be making a Thornton stop before my my long travels today. Oh, Almost nice. stopped on the way in, but I, I too was running a little bit behind. But I'm going to get me one of those 89 cents, 32 ounce, huge, ginormous Sprites. Ooh, Fully addicted sprite? on the Sprite cha- train. Mm. Can't get off of it. Well, if you do uh, it's, that, it's not, it's not good. If you do that, TJ, you might as well get you a 20 ounce Sprite, too, for just a dollar. 20 ounce Sprite. Yeah, you can get it. Uh, you get a, a 20 bottle. ounce bottle for a dollar if you get a fountain drink. Oh, that's the deal? Yeah. So, so you get, get 30. So I can get 52 ounces for a dollar 89. For a dollar 94 after tax. Yeah. Unbelievable. Pretty awesome. What a deal. 52 ounces. More ounces than I would even know what to do with. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I'm I'm all in on that. So I will be stopping at Thornton's. Uh, they're on every corner in Louisville, so you may see me inside of one today. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, yeah, had to dip out a little early yesterday. Was listening to you all. Seemed like everything went all right, right? Uh, you missed the part where Scoots dropped an F-bomb. Huh? I missed that, too. Uh, outside of that, everything went well. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, that's nothing new with Scoots' potty mouth. <laughs> yep. 
Scooch, do you, have a, do you have a nice Monday night? I did. Yeah, I didn't really get into much. I watched a couple episodes of Love on the Spectrum and went to bed. Got home Got home about 7. Had to do Rutherford yesterday, so took a shower, watched a couple episodes of that, and yeah, was in bed by 10. So it was it was a good Monday night. I did the thing, Scoots, where uh, last Friday, I want to say, yeah, last Friday I watched the new Indiana Jones movie, and I, I just love those things. That the, the latest one does a good job just – Really scratching that nostalgic itch, and I'm saying to myself, "Man, people people really hate on the second one, Temple of Doom. Is it actually that bad?" So I had to go back and I had to watch it. It's actually not that bad. It's just not as fun when it's him versus Nazis. So it's just a little different, but it's it's still a pretty fun movie. I enjoyed Ra- it. Roush, can you do me a favor and switch to the other mic? I don't like the sound of that one today. Whoa! Does this sound? Hey, I mean, this one's not even on that scoops, is it? No. Nope. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Tell us more about Indiana Jones. All right, go back to the other one. Yeah, sorry. It'll work. Uh, sure, sure it'll work. It's um, got a gravelly sound. No, it's just, it, I think it's my throat. I think, oh, you're, I think it's just my allergies. Maybe it's your throat. sound gravelly. <laughs> it's um, just your face. Is there anything we can do about it? I don't think so. No, no, no don't just, think so. Just your face. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I think people hate on that. I mean, is it a little ham-fisted at times because it's in the 80s? Sure. But you get a, a cool bridge scene where they're on a big, long, rickety bridge and Indy's going to. Chop it off. Uh, there's a, there's some voodoo. Um, I've some only, of it's a little corny, but it, it's still fun. I, I have a confession to make. I, I've only seen one Indiana Jones from start to finish. And that one was, uh, was it the original Raiders? No. Lost Art? So you know, I, I probably have seen one of those ones start to finish, just don't remember it. But I definitely remember like scenes from really all of the movies. But the only one that I, well, I was, wasn't born before the the first three came out, but the only one I saw in theaters and the only one I can remember sitting through start to finish is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The the, the objectively one of the worst pieces of cinema Harrison Ford has ever been a part of. Just hilarious final 30 minutes that they were like, this is how we're going to end this movie. <laughs> how, wild, how we're going to land the plane. Wild, wild ride there. The lady obtains like all the world's information, like yeah. all of it, and, and her then, brain gets so big that she explodes. And then she just explodes. I mean, it's a wild twist. I didn't yeah. see it coming. Uh, it made me want to be like, well, I want to know every, but I don't want my brain to break. See, huh. and that's the thing. Indiana Jones likes to dabble in the paranormal, so that it's, you know, the whatever he's chasing after. There's some supernatural thing about it. You just you, you can't go off the deep end with that stuff, and they that was the deep end. They really went off the deep end. And the, the aliens like knew everything there was to know about the world. Yeah, and and here's what happened in the, the latest movie is they they had some of that weirdness, but they just they didn't go too far. Same thing with all of the like action scenes with Harrison Ford. I mean, he's an old man, right? And that's part of the premise of the movie. He's old man uh, Indiana Jones now trying to. You're washed go, up, Indy. Go on one last uh, adventure. Don't have it in you anymore. But it, it was pretty fun. You know, it's set in the '60s, and he's mad because the neighbors are playing the Beatles too loud, and uh, the, the the astronauts just walked on the moon, and he's he's retiring. It it, it was good. Uh, so the the new, if you want a nice, fun adventure movie, I'm sure it's not going to be critically uh, accepted. But you know what? That, I, I like a good. Uh, it, it's made for people who like. They don't make movies like that anymore. Now everything's got to be some artsy-fartsy, like, ooh, but the symbolism and the blah. It's like, no, like, you know, just give me some good action, a good chase scene, right? Uh, That's why everybody was so excited about Mission Impossible. It kind of felt like one of the old movies made 
in today's age. But Top Gun, same thing. It's just like, oh, here's good, high-quality action that isn't just uh, all CGI, uh, made-on-a-computer-generated sort of deal. Like, no, let's, let's have, have a little fun, good old-fashioned flick. Nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned flick. Am I right, Scoot? That's right. Absolutely. W- what'd you get into on your Monday? Me? Yeah. I already told you. Well, that, what, that's how little he got into. Oh, like literally, that's all I did. So I not, went, okay, went home, showered, watched a couple episodes of that, went to bed. Okay, that that was the extent of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard John Rutherford for a little bit. Cool. Did, did Thanks good. for tuning in. Uh, I I just am so excited about more U of L basketball talk the next two months. <laughs> I am not. Did you at least get enough time with Detroit Lions? All I heard was a little basketball. No, talk, and I was we, like, I can't. Right, talk about the Lions. I was hoping it would be like two and a half hours of Lions, but no, we only maybe an hour total. So I guess I'll take 33% Lions instead of Louisville. I'm happy for Mike having the Lions. He he has been served up some... A poo-poo platter. Turn sandwiches in his sports world. We also got into Big Z. He's... uh, he was super jealous of that moment. Thought it was really cool. So that was that was wow. Neat. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, that was neat coming from a Louisville fan that he was he was big enough to admit how cool that moment was. So. He does he think Kentucky can win the championship yet? I don't know if he would go that far, um, but maybe in due time. So that is, has been a take of his that he's like, I there I don't think they're a championship contender. Uh, he, he said that preseason. Is he? He did. I think stuck, it is. He's coming around. He he has he has switched and said I think they can make a final four now, but he doesn't okay. think they can win a championship. They can win four tournament games, but those final two, no <laughs> chance, no way. Did you did you see what Purdue did? Oh, the yeah, I don't care. Yeah, but I I also was like, I did see it. I, so they congratulated Zach Eady for I don't know he probably got Big Ten Player of the Week or something like that. But it was, it was just a tweet highlighting Zach Eady's play, and they called him Big Z. There's a lot Ooh. of people. Ooh, are they? Tr- they're trolling Kentucky. Are they? But why would Purdue need to troll Kentucky? I don't. Uh, it just, I, mm, doesn't make a lot of sense. I'd rather have Kentucky's Big Z for, than Purdue's, for what it's worth. Oh, that, that's a hot take. It is a hot take. <laughs> National Player of the Year. Just, Do you ever remember them calling him Big Z? No, I've never heard that. No. Big Edie. Uh, yeah, it's just Zach I, Edie. I he, he's like, one of those guys that you have to say his first and last name together. It's like Ray Davis. Have you ever called him Ray or Davis? No. B- both of them. You say Ray Davis just like you say Zach Edie every time you mention the Purdue Center. The, the, and I'm sure there's some Purdue dorks out there that can pull out like an old tweet where one person has called him Big Z. But the dude won National Player of the Year last year. Don't you think there would have been like a Big Z campaign for National <laughs> Player of the Year or we'd hear more about it? I didn't hear anything about it. So I, I just don't care. I, I don't want to play cutesy games with Purdue. They're too dorky for us to yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, I, not, not interested. Maybe in, go to our Final Four. Not interested in even rivaling with them. Right. You do your own thing. We'll do our own thing. If we come across each other in the tournament, which is a decent chance if, if Kentucky's the two or, or Purdue's the two and UK's the one, both would seem to have that Detroit regional as their geographical closest spot that they could go to. So there's oh. a decent chance we're going to see them in March. It's not impossible, and we can worry about the Big Z off then. TJ, it, lest you forget, Purdue's got to win some tournament games to be able to play you all. So, so, so do the Cats. So do the Cats. But you're right. They, it would it would probably not be until the Elite Eight. I, I'm not going to get into like bracketology talk today. But one quick thing about it, Roush, and I'm not one that usually puts much weight into this. 
there is a difference, I think, between... I, I think, like, if you're a three seed, you could win the championship this year. If you're a four seed, I don't really think you can. Just the way that, like, I'm looking at the, the seed lines right now. Like, just the top, you know, the top, what, 12 teams on most bracketologies. I look at them like, you know what, I, I can see some of these teams winning it. Outside the top 12, is there, like, a team or two? Yeah, maybe. But point being, I actually, I know, not one that ever really gets into this. I think there is a big difference between being a one and a two seed this year. And some people are like, yeah, there's a difference every year. That's the case every year. Big, big Stephen Peake talking point. I, Once Kentucky Stephen, to be a one seed, so bad. Oh, well, yeah. he actually, I think, maybe has some, like, I, I don't, I normally don't think it really matters. There's hard data on it. Where, and I, I tend to agree with him for the most part, but also, you know. It's matchups. Like, you could, you could be a one seed and have a, bad draw based on what your team likes or doesn't like, uh, or you could yeah, be I mean, a two seed and you could have a dream draw, you know, so that's why I don't universally yeah. fall into line I mean, with Wichita, it. Wichita State had to play that Kentucky team. In second Which round. was yeah. uh, hilarious. Criminal. I mean, yeah. and, and that's, you have to, you can't, you have to, you can't see them on NBA talent and potential. You have to see them off resumes, but that did stuck, stink for that 2014 Wichita State team. To, to your point though, Greg Marshall is never the same. Difference between being what, a three or four or something, you just, might have to win one more game as a dog. Tops. I mean, it's kind of like the Kentucky Brandon Knight team. They really had to play Ohio sweet, six, sweet Sixteen. Exactly. Game. You have to play a good team in the Sweet Sixteen instead of waiting to the Elite Eight. Yeah. And even then, I mean, that Houston team that Kentucky beat in twenty nineteen mm-hmm. was still a quality ball team. Now they were Houston, and it was what year two or three under Sampson. It was early on for them, but. I, I think almost anybody, unless it's a crazy uh, who who did Asmus play for that went to the Sweet Sixteen? Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. Yeah. yeah, I mean, unless you get a crazy Oral Roberts or um, the school we we shouldn't we we don't want to name around here, you're probably going to end up playing a pretty quality power conference team in the Sweet Sixteen, no matter which way you cut it. If you get it there, so that's why I'm not I'm not too hung up on it. And I also don't understand, is, is it the UNC Wilmington thing that's got every Kentucky on the bracket matrix? They're, they're like the last three seed. Yeah, and maybe just defensive numbers. I, I don't know. I, I wondered that too. Mo, uh, again, we're a Shelby Mass bracketology radio show, bracketwag.com. He updates it daily before other people were doing that as well. And I always think he finishes. Does he ever finish number one in the bracketology rankings? No. But we wouldn't want him if he did, Roush. Yeah, you, we like you, you somebody with a little bit of improvement. We're a blue collar radio show. Shelby Mass is the blue collar bracketologist, and bracketwag.com. He's got Kentucky as the six or as the two seed, the seventh overall. I think he's actually dropped UK one spot over the last few days. Tennessee has the uh, spot ahead of them. But all right, well while we're doing it, let me just kind of go through my line of thinking. The ones that he has: Purdue, UConn, Houston, UNC. Those are all good teams. Those would all be tough tournament matchups. His twos are Kentucky, Tennessee, Kansas, Arizona, which, again, if Kentucky played any of those teams in the tournament, it'd be a battle. His three seeds, Wisconsin, who bring on Wisconsin. They they, they stink. No offense, Scoots. Marquette, no, I'm do. not really too worried about Marquette. Baylor and Illinois. Baylor and Illinois, they're scrappy teams. I think Kentucky would beat both of them. Which, by the way, the Illinois, the we haven't had to talk about it, but What's going on with Terrence Shannon? That's that's weird and yeah. sticky situation where it's like, wait, hold up, he's being charged with rape. 
but he got a temporary restraining order to still play basketball. I, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and then they gave him a standing ovation when he came back after missing four that or five games. Maybe the weirdest part. I mean, we we do live in a society where you're innocent until proven guilty. I won't pretend to know all the details with the Terrence Shannon situation. I do think they are national championship good with him, and I think that they are not national championship good without him. I think that they could be like the plucky Final Four team without him, but even that may be a stretch. So I won't pretend to know all the details or the facts of it, but do we have to do a standing ovation? Yeah. Could it just be like a, all right, just I'm an Illinois fan. I want Illinois to win. I'm not going to be excited about this, but I also won't act mad about it. Just go play, and uh, we'll talk about all this later. Kind of like when you get in trouble before like a fun weekend with your parents or something. It's like, all right, we're going to have a good weekend, but we'll talk about this later. Like Terrence Shannon, I guess if you're eligible to play, again, as a country, innocent until proven guilty, I guess Brad Underwood has the right to play him. I don't know. I, it's uh I'm glad it's not happening at UK. Though. Yeah. I'll, say, I'll say that much. Yeah, because you there's guys that get in trouble, right? And it's usually an assault or um, DUI. I mean, DUIs aren't even as common as you know 20, 30 years ago or whatever either. But people get in trouble, and then they they get sit out some time. They come back. Rape charge is a uh, strong. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, the they a judge, a district court judge, U.S. district court judge. This is big time ruled that the university violated Shannon's civil rights and granted a preliminary injunction Hmm. that required Illinois to reinstate him to the team. And then the hearing in the criminal case has been set for February 23rd. So uh, that's a a tricky spot for Illinois, though, or at least for Brad Underwood. You don't play somebody because, I guess, the, the allegations alone? Which I know there's people listening that are like, yes, when the allegations are that serious, absolutely. When the allegations are like that, you don't play him. But I also wonder if they're worried about like getting sued. If you're Terrence Shannon, if you're like, you know, nothing. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I I have no idea. I just know it's a tough situation probably for Illinois. Of course, Indiana plays him this week and he comes back. Woe is Scoots. Mm-mm. The Hoosiers are going to figure it out. Mike Woodson, no he, he's going to get it going. No shot. He's going to get it. The wheels well, turning and burning. Right. Scoots, can I just? And the Hoosiers uh, are going to be back. Can I write some fan fiction for you? Sure. Let's hear it. What if this this is the team that goes and wins the Big Ten conference tournament? <laughs> like you, I you, mean, I could see it. I guess. I mean, you've just just think. Just let's let's talk it out loud here. This is probably this is definitely going to be Woodson's worst team. Probably. But it shouldn't be as the thing. Well, what a better time than to go on a uh, run and win your first ever conference tournament. It, it, it could be Kyra Elsie-like, right? And buy him three more years. I can get it. I can get behind it. You all don't play this during the, the midweek? That's, no. That's we, ridiculous. No. We, it's, it, normally, Maybe don't start your conference play December 2nd. Normally, would, we would avoid this. Yes, I would agree with you typically, TJ. But, man, if there is ever a team that needs an eight-day break, it's Indiana. Big Ten is trying to do the thing like the NFL where they play games every night of the week. Big Ten, we don't you're not the NFL, all right? We don't we don't need your games scattered about like that. Could, you could have another, just get more have, games on a Monday. You have another one of those shriek or stretches. Oh really? Yeah. You hmm. you go from uh 
February 10th game at Purdue, you don't play again for eight days until Northwestern. Well, that that one will definitely need an eight-day break after. Well, you're just going to get to <laughs> stew in that loss for eight days? I'd hate that. That'd be horrible. Get us, no, we need what, to, what the hell, Big Ten? We need to recover emotionally after that one. I guess they're thinking one. is, like, we want our teams to be more fresh going into the tournament, so we'll give them these week-long breaks. And then, at the end of the season, we won't give them any breaks, <laughs> and we'll make them play a conference tournament, and uh, their legs will be super tired heading into March. Wild stuff there from the Big Ten. We'll talk more college basketball, specifically the Cats and the Gamecocks. They tip off tonight at 7 o'clock. It's going to be a blackout in Columbia. So if you're a UK fan heading to the game, how are they going to play basketball? You're blue. It's a good one, Scoots. Uh, They're talking about just the shirts and the stands. (laughs) Did you know Gamecock Jesus passed away? I did. I heard about that. Uh, And who was Gamecock Jesus? He was a South Carolina fan who, three days later, he was waving his rally towel back at Colonial Life. I don't think is that the name of it still. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I I believe so. Um, Brother's going to the game tonight. He's in town for work, so he's like, I've got to see this team play a person if I'm in the same town with them. So he's excited about that. Gamecock Jesus. But he, was, no, he did actually pass. He, he was kind of a, a hippie, for lack of a better term. Who just seemed like somebody, just my read on it, was somebody that was looking to fit in somewhere. Kind of a, I think he was maybe even a veteran. Had an interesting like life. And then just kind of went to like a South Carolina game because I think he was bored or had a ticket or something. And mm-hmm. then it just caught on. Yeah. And he like fell in love with it and he started to go to all of them. Women's so that, and men's basketball games. Yep. <laughs> And went to that Final Four for the men's in 2017. I'm sure he went to some of the women's Final Fours, too, I would imagine. But if you ever went to a game there. You saw a you, game card Jesus. You saw him. You recognized he, him. He so was, he had the towel, and he'd be in the aisle way. Didn't he throw something in the air, too? It was almost like he was baton twirling for him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he started incorporating the towel into the air part. I, I don't know if I remember that. He, but, but he he was their dancing guy, but a little bit more animated, also in control. And I think more universally loved. Yeah. Throughout their career. Yeah, he didn't, you know, they, they enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. He was part of the entertainment. Yeah, but uh, so RIP, Gamecocks of basketball, like never been since. At uh, Freedom Hall that used to do the handstands during oh, yeah. timeouts on the rail I think or something he also like that. passed away too. Yeah, but that was Denny Crum heyday in the 80s. Yeah, uh, well, if you remember the game last year against South Carolina, it was the super embarrassing, well, it ended up being a quad three loss at home. And that was the game where I even think I tweeted it. I was like, oh, boy, this kind of feels like this may all be all the – was that the uh, go-to-Texas game, too? Uh, quite possibly. It could have been. It could have been. But it, it was an ugly night for UK. Uh, they they had a chance late. I think they had a shot at the buzzer, didn't go in, and then they turned around four or five days later and won at Tennessee, and everybody was like, what, what the hell? Just happened with this. CJ Frederick played awesome. UK had no answer for Michi Johnson. Michi Johnson back for the Cats tonight, or against the Cats tonight for the Cox. It, we'll see if UK's got an answer for him. If there's one thing this UK team's been great at, it's been stopping guards from big scoring nights, Roush. So that that's that's one aspect I'm not worried about. I'm being sarcastic. I am worried about Michi Johnson. I do think it's a game UK should absolutely win. The spread is low, though. We'll come back. We'll tell you what that number is, where Mm -hmm. we're thinking on the lines and some bets for tonight and just the game. It's going to be a fun college basketball evening. We'll get to the Thornton's text line. It's going to be a jam-packed KRC. It's your loss if you go somewhere else. I'll tell you that much.
ask me about Kentucky Roll Call. We don't go a week without hearing this song in some capacity on this show. Maybe I just notice it more. No, you're right. Because I always we, forget. We, we play this song all the time. I always forget that that's the song after this rejoin. So I've just got to start. I've got to switch it up. I gotta. I gotta add some new songs behind that. Rejoin. Maybe you I like that rejoin. It. It's a great rejoin. I agree with that. So I just need to switch the song at the end. Of. Well, just add to the end of like the name, Billy Joel. Good die young, and then you then you'll know. I've you'll, got a plan. Okay, don't worry. I, I'll be here for. So there's no Denison today. No Hoosier report. So I'll be here from nine to twelve. I'll, I'll make a bunch of new ones. So there's no Hoosiers to report on because there's no <laughs> no Hoosiers to report on. IU goes the whole week without playing, and he just says I'm out. He's got a lunch meeting with somebody, some sort of bigwig. If only we could plan this lunch meeting not during my radio show. Well, my thing is so. I don't know if I should say this or not, but I'm going to anyways. Yeah. My my least favorite day of Hoosier Report is Wednesdays, and my favorite day of Hoosier Report is Tuesdays, and it seems like any time he has to miss, it's a Tuesday. And so I almost texted him last night, like, hey, Matt, can you start missing Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays? Because I like Tuesdays. Wednesdays put me to sleep. Oh. Have you told him that? I didn't tell him. I, I debated texting him that. So what every radio host wants to hear is the, hey, your program puts me to sleep. Well, I just, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say any more than that. But I, I just wish you would miss Wednesday what day, instead of Tuesday. What day do we put you to sleep? Ooh, never. Good question. Love this program. Program? Program. Wasn't one of the old, the old Ryan boys helping out yesterday? Yeah, I was training Trey. Oh. Training Trey. Big Did time. Tell you about Cluckers? No, he told me about his uh, frat that he's rushing. Oh, yeah. He had to, spring rush? He had to scoot out of here a little early so he could rush his frat. Well, I bet he's probably rushing beta, beta, beta. I'm not sure which one it is. They mm. don't have a house on campus. For uh, I, I, I heard he was actually rushing GDI. I could see that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, could, I could see that. I don't know well. what any of that means. It's just... It's just nothing. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're just being dumb. Is he going to be taking over the mic on the Rutherford show? I think the plan is eventually for him to do a couple days a week, yeah, so I can get some some semblance of a break. Roush, there's a concern of mine with Scoots being the MVP of the station that at some point he may be like, well, maybe I just don't wake up early in the morning anymore. If oh, I, no. If, if he's going to cut something out of his life. No, this, cut I, us I, I worry we would, you know, because waking up at 6.15 and having to drive 25 minutes or however long it takes Scoots to get here, we, nobody really knows where he lives in Indiana. We've talked about it before, but nobody really knows for sure. Hamburg. Sellersburg, Hamburg. <laughs> Hamburger? Hamburg. I, I will be honest with you guys. The Spears Spears on Sports has really closed the gap, but I think ultimately you all are still my number one. But I don't but it's wor- gotten re- it's gotten pretty close. I don't worry about you like you you wouldn't leave us just to do an hour well, of spears. No. You know what I worry about? I need though? all the But hours. I would worry that you'd leave us to do an hour of spears and then do Rutherford full time. No. In which case you're doing no. five hours from eleven to six. What heck you're no. what you're really missing out here, TJ, the wild card for us? It's if Jim Coyle gives him a call. Well and then again I'm out. Again. <laughs> out. Hey, Scoots, here's what I'll remind you. So you don't so you can never leave us. We'll really get you handcuffed to us. Okay. 
Weather's going to get better someday. Yeah. And how are you going to golf when Rutherford's keeping you till six o'clock? Oh, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to. You, got him. Just, you can't leave us you for Rutherford. Got him. I know. Look at him in the eye. He's, he's thinking about leaving. No, I've already had this discussion with my brother. I can't do Rutherford full time because it will cut into my golf. That's game. right. And it will cut into your golf. And game. I don't know if you all have seen this, but we've got two broods of cicadas coming out this summer. <laughs> and that was my favorite golf time of my life is when the cicadas were here last time. Why? So, You're so weird. It's, it was so relaxing. You know what? Go to Rutherford. It's like a sound machine. You, you, could, you, could, you could literally hear it throughout the whole course. It was awesome. I was so relaxed every time I golfed with cicadas. I will say, Scoots, you were you were talking about all this. You just you have free time in between some of the shows. Yeah. If you Whenever Spears tries to take off, boom. There you go. Yeah. You go get nine holes in over at Seneca. You know what I did with my free time yesterday? I uh, expounded on my Jack Harlow remix about Big Z. Remember I brought that up yesterday? Y- yeah. So I've been working on it. I'm going to remix the whole thing. I, I told oh, him, I, yes. was, I was telling Rutherford, if you want to get big on social media, all you got to do is write a song about Kentucky and you'll just you'll pop off. I, Scoots, that's exactly what this radio show needs. <laughs> we need our own Kentucky basketball song. Everybody's doing it now, and you know what? I think you could potentially have the best of the best. There's a lot of options out there. I've heard some of them. You can do better than some of them. Yeah. The Reed and Rob one, what a banger. I mean, it, it's it's a song. If it wasn't about Reed Shepard and Rob Dillingham, I probably would think that it was just bad. A lot of people would say that maybe it's bad, but it's a song. I'll leave it at that. Of all the songs about Kentucky basketball, it's one of them. Scoots, I'm going to send it to you, and maybe you can get you get it queued up for us while we read some of the morning grab-and-go textures. Sure. If we have any. Is there any cussing? Uh, shouldn't be. I don't know if there's – I don't think there is. Okay. But I, we played it in the card. I just put it on without, like, comment, just as if it was, like, another song, just in, like, the, the queue, if you will. And I was driving – I was like looking back at the wife to see if she she was sitting back with the toddler. I was looking back to see if like when she'd recognize, just like what the hell is playing. Yeah, <laughs> and it didn't take long. It didn't take long, and she also saw the smirk on my face because this is the first time I had played it all the way through, besides like a short little Instagram clip of it. And uh, she she caught on pretty quickly. She's like, "What what is this?" But twist M Night Shyamalan like twist the toddler who really only enjoys any song that's frozen or disney she, she started it. like like dancing to it <laughs> nice like seriously nice. started dancing to the reed and rob song scoots do you have it pulled up i do should i play from the beginning just imagine my little two-year-old just going to town while this Bopping. song is playing okay you been on your job stand up if you a wild cat stand up I guess he's just gonna play the whole song. That's what I asked. Turn it down. Yeah. Maybe we can play in the background or something. So my first advice to anybody making a Ralph's Kentucky basketball song. Song advice here. Yeah. 
got to be a little bit more of a song that gets the whole, like everybody hyped up and more, like gets the party going. Troop 41, they knew Rally Be The City where we like to do the dance. That's the, the crazy thing is, though, is that's not even the best John Wall song is the Troop 41. But it is the most upbeat, exciting, up-tempo. You got to you gotta get the people on their feet. Yeah. And that that this is a little re and ra. It just a little little too it reminds me of something that Drake would put out that's just like uh quiet and brooding. A little slow tempo. You don't you don't um with the re and rub. Yeah, um, you're not going to be singing that all day? You can do yeah, that on my job. No, you can do that one, once, but just repeating it uh, too much for me. My song's better. Yeah, Scoots is going to knock Y'all want to hear what I got so far? No, 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 no. We got to get a... I would about, like to hear what, what you have. Can, you want to wait till we, it's done? Can we do like a Friday rollout? Or, I, I or wouldn't a, mind or, like a little five-second tease. Yeah, I'll just give you what I got Ooh, so far. You know, far. like the, the iTunes sample thing that you could hit? Oh, I, I wouldn't yeah, mind okay, hitting that on Scoots. Yeah. Okay. Right, you ready? Yeah. So, you remember, it's Jack, it's Jack Harlow. What's popping? Okay. Right? So, it goes, what's popping? Brand new Big just hopped in. We got options. Big Z balling better than top in. Dropping dabs like Stockton. Big Z is locked in. Oh. And that's all I got so far. Oh, pretty good, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. So I got work on it a little more, but. Do you have the other one that I sent you pulled up? Uh, let's see. I can get it pulled I'll up. I'll read a grab and go text. The, the song that we're about to play is the best play John it. Wall themed UK song. Don't play it from the beginning, though, right? You can, well, play it from wherever. Who cares? <laughs> I think everybody's got an idea what kind of show we're in, we've got in store for folks today. <laughs> I mean, you teased the spread. That was, that was a great tease. Like, we're going to tell and you what Not they're... everybody knows is a gambling. I, I can't tell you how many people my parents' age who will be like, what is the spread on that game? And it's like, are you just making conversation or do you really care? Because Probably really just cared, making conversation. They're just making conversation. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just making conversation. <laughs> We are on the radio, after all. Got to make some conversation. It's four or four and a half, depending on where you got right, it. Right, right. Uh, which, by the way, yesterday I was working at a Panera because it was cold as you know what, doing the radio show in the office yesterday. You didn't know you part- got a new job. Yeah, you need some part-time work. <laughs> well, I'm sitting there working. I see these people, and they're just – I have my headphones off for a little bit. I'm, I'm actually eating this lady. She's wearing her Michigan shirt. and They're just – her and her husband are just talking about the news, like – Oh, it says here Jim Harbaugh is interviewing for NFL jobs. They're just reading Dale news to each other. I thought that was sweet. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Roush's Panera update. Stay tuned for yeah, tomorrow. Hey, you know what? When you get older, you just got to make conversation, even if it is about Dale news. Roush, let me know when you're working again. I'll come get a sandwich oh, from you. you. Buddy, you can take out your suck it. <laughs> suck it. Play the, play the damn song. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, this is pulled right from my mark. <laughs> This was why that 2010 team was so much. You can turn it down a little bit or just turn it off. But that's why the 2010 team was so fun. You had so many songs about UK players and the UK team. And sure enough, Roush, you're getting something similar for this go around. It's a sign. Didn't end in the national championship in 2010, but it was a really fun run. And you're starting to get that a little bit more. The weird thing about the Yiggy Yes Yallin guys is they were out in LA when they shot their music video. 
And they were like going around to like people doing the John Wall dance, and nobody had any idea like who they were, rightfully so, uh, unless anybody knows who T Revs is. And I don't even think they had any relationship to Kentucky or knew anything about UK. They were just a random like wannabe rapper out in LA that wanted to make a John Wall song, and that's what they came up with. Yiggy, yes, y'all, and I'm John Wallen. <laughs> oh man. They could have just done Yankee Yes Y'all and John Wall. They didn't have to change his last name to to fit into Yankee well, Yes Y'all. If, if you're John Wallen, though, you're making it a. But if you're Yankee Yes Y'all, I'm John Wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never really thought why they had to throw in the Yallin, which isn't a word, <laughs> and Wallen, which isn't his last name. Yeah. Okay, we're having some, um, we're having some fun. Th- which, by the way, can you. I can tell what kind of frame of mind we're in just by looking at your most recent tweet, Mr. Sports Talker. I know you're shadow banned <laughs> on the internet. But Sam Vecini pointed out that the Ignite team, the G League Ignite team, so that's where the high school kids go to get paid and technically have their – but if you go to the G League at a high school, you go to the G League Ignite. They've now lost 16 straight against G League opponents. We're down 23 at half to Rip City tonight. In regular season play, they're 0 and 13 with a minus 15.1 point differential. Uh, Mr. Sports Talker. So they haven't won a game and they're getting blown out each and every game. Yes. Against the adults who are in the G League. Yeah. So if we don't get a coaching change at the top of the Ignite team, I'm canceling my season tickets. So not only are these goobers, no offense, and I, I don't think it's probably them, the ones making the decisions themselves. I think it's probably people in their lives that are making these decisions. But not only are you not getting the college exposure, Roush, which is, you, you think Rob Dillingham's having fun? You think DJ Wagner's having fun? You think Shepard having a good time? They don't get that college exposure. They don't get that college lifestyle. They don't get the college experience. But they do get a nice 15-point blowout each and every night. So it's not all bad. It's not all bad for the G. Why would anybody do that? Why uh, would any, I mean, unless you just want money with, like, no exp- I would be more hesitant and I know the G League had a really good draft last year how are those guys doing how are those twins doing in the NBA I feel like I've not uh, even heard about them since they've been one I mean, got hurt I think I know that Scoot was getting a lot of criticism early but has had some big games since okay uh, I'm not the so biggest the, NBA guy to begin with correct um, other than last night it was kind of exciting yeah how does Carl Anthony Towns score that many points and they lose um, NBA it's wait stupid. how many did he end up scoring 62 Hit 10 threes. Because they lost to the Hornets, who have like eight wins on the year. So Embiid scored 70. Correct. And Towns had 58 with like, it was still in the third quarter. So he was on pace to pass Embiid. Could you imagine two 70 point scores in the NBA in one night? That would have been bonkers. I mean, 70 and 62. 70 and 62. Yeah, still pretty stupid. It is is wild. But also, NBA, dumb. How do you have. That's not, not that basketball. many people even. Not that much people even cared about it because it's like, all right, somebody's probably going to score fifty tonight. Move on. Yep, it's basketball. Yeah. NBA basketball, dumb. And he did go twenty-one of twenty-three from the free throw line. That's really impressive. Wow, they're lot, free. It's a lot of free throws. That's yeah, a big. They're a big guy. He, he yeah, knocked bro. them down. Yeah. You're a big guy, Roush. You know y'all can't make them. Oh, suck it, buddy. A grab and go texter says, "Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is my personal favorite." Lots of quotes in that movie. It's great. It's the best one. I feel like that one I have seen all the way through. I just don't know if it's been like in the same city. You must choose Man. wisely. Oh, that's great. Scoots already has a better song than the Reed and Rob one. That's right. 
Well, that's debatable, but I, he's off to a good start. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. I'll keep working on it. Will Roush do a Wednesday report about McAllisters, or how about Soupies next? I'm anxiously awaiting the next review, folks. <laughs> I got to tell you, that was the that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me while being at work. That's non butt wiping related. It's 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 been a real real joy to have people out of my house and getting out of the house. It's what, great to see other humans. What in the world of butt wiping do we have though? Uh, we had baby pee through his diaper this morning. It was all over the place. Oh. So that was not fun. Mm. A lot of tears. The same. Um, yeah. These eyes. Are crying. Crying. Somebody sent in sent in a picture of Big Z, given a Photoshop picture of Purdue the middle finger, <laughs> and a cameo by Ray Surratt in the picture as well. Makes for great radio. Big uh, Ray. But. I wonder how much of Big Z we'll see tonight in Columbia, South Carolina. The weird thing is, and who would have thought this? Definitely not me. Weird thing is, if UK's struggling, Roush, we're going to be like, we need them. If, if UK's not getting something out of the five position, and is it? Am I wrong to think this? Now, if Trey's out of the game, it's a different story. But let's assume Trey is, is hunkering down the four position. I just want whoever's going to play the best defense at the five to be in. Is that the wrong opinion to have around the horn to Roush? Scoots, mm. you give imaginary points. <laughs> no. I. Oh, gosh. We have okay. points involved mute, now? Yeah, mute them. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I, I was getting ready to take under, a under point. Yeah. Choking under pressure. <laughs> I don't think the five matters a lot if they're. it's just finding the hot hand that night because I have a feeling that's kind of what it's going to be. Who's who's the hot hand tonight? Because I don't think they're all going to be consistently awesome. And you can't abandon Aaron Bradshaw either because, Ping. I mean, look what he did for you at Florida. You hit, know? The, hit, hit the shot. You, you don't win without he, what, he the way the that shot, he plays. He hit multiple shots. Yeah. At TJ, points. that's an interesting mindset for you because your whole thing all season long has just been almost who cares about the defense, just go out there and outscore teams. And now for this game, you're all worried about who's going to play defensively the best at the five? All right, I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but let's use some critical thinking on my logic here. Why do you think I'm saying that? Do they have big inside guy? No. I don't know. I have no idea. That's why I'm, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Because I think UK has enough offense everywhere else. And including the five and the only, and and you know you're going to get offense from the five position if it's Big Z or Bradshaw. So the only person that you wouldn't be so like it's almost like a, a shoe in comment really. But the only person you wouldn't be getting offense from at the five would be Ugana. But if he is that much better defensively than the other two, I'm all right with it because you have four other guys offensively that should be able to score. Mm -hmm. And yes, it makes you a little bit better team when you have a five that can also score and spread out as well. But I think you can sacrifice some offense at that position for better defense on the other end because this team does struggle defensively. One way that you can be better there is by not having to guard as long. UK is one of the best stealing teams in the country. They have one of the they have one of the highest amount of steals, I think would be the grammatically correct way to, the, to phrase that. They're the best thieves. They are they're the Robin Hoods <laughs> of college thief. basketball. And then another way that you can eliminate not being great on on-the-ball defense is having a good rim protector and a good shot blocker. So if he and, – and I think that the truth is, Roush, like any of them on any given day could have a good defensive performance. Any of them on any given day could have a good offensive performance, but with Bradshaw and Big Z seemingly more spread out than you're going to more in the paint. But I just want defense. 
I I think that's we know what this team can do offensively. We know how great they can be offensively. I just want to start chipping away to see how good they can be on the defensive end. And then let's see if this can be a, a complete team that goes and wins number nine. So at the five position, you're going to get offense if it's Bradshaw or Big Z. I just want whoever is playing the best defense to be getting the most minutes. Do you have a guess where Kentucky stands in the steals category? Steals per game? Uh, number one. Nope. In your hearts. Roush? Got a uh, guess? 11. 62. Ooh. Somewhat surprised. Only 8.2 a game. Only 8.2 a game. The leader's at like 12. What's crazy is that UTEP. Kentucky has, I think, two of the top five Steelers in the conference with Robin Reed. And 12 a game is an insane amount of steals. I mean, that means you're averaging 12 turnovers against your opponents just off steals alone, let alone what goofy stuff they do on their own right. Hmm, interesting. A texter says, it's John. Hey, good morning. Good game day morning. Cat goes for 62 and Bede goes for 70 in the NBA last night. Man, individuals can really put up points nowadays. Putting up points will not be a problem tonight. We should see the scores in the 80s or higher. Give me the Cats by 8. We'll got to go talk to you later. This is another tempo-like game, Roush, another contrasting styles between two teams. I admittedly have not watched South Carolina play basketball this year. Um the one thing I am fascinated about them, have you seen have you seen their something about that fan base, they get really excited over really dumb stuff. I don't know if they're just all cornballs or if it's just the Shane Beamer effect. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because they cheer for chickens. Right? I mean if you you gotta it's a very low bar if you're cheering for a bunch of chickens and you get excited when they bring a rooster out into the field. So the latest thing that they're, they've made a very big deal and are very excited about is Lamont Paris's quarter zip. So much so that like, they have shirts where it's like, ooh, the Q-zip. Just wear a quarter zip. I don't understand. If you want to be in solidarity, just, just wear one. They're, they're, not, they're not hard to find. I don't, I don't get it. But they even, like, I, they dedicated an entire part of their game notes, an entire page of their game notes to Wilmot Paris's quarter zip. Well, I, 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 this is not unusual attire for college basketball coaches. They're all wearing them. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand how this came to be. I don't get it. Other than just to say that they're idiots. That's the only explanation. By the way, Reed is 13th in the country in steals, for what it's worth. There we go. I love when you get just on a weird, random rant. <laughs> it's just so stupid. The quarter zip is, is a, re- a weird, random rant. Like, it's what, it's it's what, it's not, you know, when when Bob Huggins was wearing sweatpants and stuff on the sideline and everybody was still wearing suits, that was something a little bit unusual, right? Uh, when Remember the 49ers coach, they would wear the suit on the sideline? That's unusual. Lamont Paris wearing a quarter zip. Everybody was wearing quarter zips. You know what, Lamont Paris? You want to do something unusual? Wear a basketball uniform. Wear the jersey. Do that. Show us what you got. I don't understand the, the Q-zip. And that's, uh, the, the, there's signs, uh, like at bars, like welcoming all Q-zips here. <laughs> I don't, I, uh, so if you're a Kentucky fan, don't wear black tonight, don't wear a Q-zip. 
That's You're our, a lot of them. That's how we're on a Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. We'll get more to the Thornton text line on hour number two. Less quarter zips in hour two. DJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Galen, back after this. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roush and myself talking bets. Scoot's always, he always wants it in studio because he gets lonely and... Some of the other people here weird him out, is what he said, and he just wants us around. He never said that. I made that. <laughs> I made that part up. No, no. But he, he does want us around. Oh, he told you that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't even come say hi to us during the break. I had to go to the bathroom. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. At least you're being honest. Yeah. Oh, scootsy, scootsy, scootsy. I was I was holding it the last 20 minutes of that well, last segment and. Yeah. Out of a courtesy of them, we'll save the Salsaritas ad for a little bit later. <laughs> I do want to remind you about Shady Rays. They won't send you to the bathroom. They'll just make you look uh, make you look good. Yep. Right? Make, make your you face look, look good is what they real, say on their tagline. Real good looking face. <laughs> hey, look, that's a nice looking fellow. It's just your sunglasses. I, she she would she would want me to do it, but we had the funeral yesterday for my Aunt Carol. A lot of people wearing Shady Rays. Looking sharp. That's actually true. We, my brother was like, hey, hey, look, cousin so-and-so's wearing shady rays. I was like, Jonathan, that's not the, that's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then cousin so-and-so was like, what was it? Were you talking about me? And he's like, I just say, you, you're wearing the sunglasses that sponsor my brother's radio show. Cousin so-and-so was not in it. He was. Yeah, all the way out. <laughs> cool. I've had these sunglasses forever. I, did I tell you about the lost, broken promise replacement guarantee? Was no, you haven't, and he knew all about it though. And you can say he, what he didn't know is that you can save forty percent when you use the promo code Big X Scoots. Big X at checkout. Shady Rays, they are the best company. It started right here in Louisville, Kentucky, and now it's gone global. And that's why they're giving you the best discounts though for the people, the KRC listeners. Promo code Big X, forty percent off at checkout. Snow goggles, Blu-ray glasses. Roush usually wearing his doesn't have them on today. I wear mine in the office every day, but don't travel with them. Could, probably should. You'll find something you like or perfect. You don't know what to get somebody for Valentine's Day? Shady Rays. That's a perfect, just, I don't want to get something. You don't want to do the heart jewelry. That's, no, that's no, no. Don't, don't do the heart jewelry. But a nice jewelry. pair of sunglasses from ShadyRays.com? Oh, yeah. Get hit if you're a, one of our women listeners. Your man in your life would love some Shady Rays. Women be shopping. They really do be shopping. Uh, we do we have all the morning grab and go texters? Uh, we were talking about bets though. Really liking the DJ Wagner combos. Oh yeah, and uh, you can get DJ Wagner over his points, assists, and rebounds seventeen and a half. I was telling Roush during the break. I don't. I love doing player prop scoots. Mm-hmm. I, like I've know, gotten into them as well. Yeah. I, I think it's fun. It's just like any other bet. You can win them and you can lose them. Yeah. Draft Kings will. 
Juicy up to 25% profit boost, too. Yeah, DraftKings doing a profit boost on UK and South Carolina. And if you're new to DraftKings, use my referral, me. Let me refer you to them. Uh, but none of, uh, as far as I know, I don't know if any of these places are paying us to promote any of them. So, in the meantime, we'll just talk about all of them. But DJ Wagner, points, assist, rebound, 17 and a half. He could get that on points by himself, but... I think he'll probably get three rebounds, Roush, maybe have four assists. And then, so you're asking yourself, can he get 10 points? I uh, He's going to be able to get inside and score in the paint. I even took the alt line at 20 plus and Ooh. got it up to plus 168. Nice. So really, really goose that up. Also thinking about Rob Dillingham. Uh, he's at plus money for over 11 and a half points. Uh, Rob, he's due, right? He's had, what, one big game in the last three or so? Like we're due. Due for a nice Rob night. Scoots, I was telling Roush during the break that like I don't I love player props, but I don't usually bet the UK player props. Or if I do, it'll be just something small just to have a little skin in the game. Cause I don't know on this UK team who it's gonna be any given night. And, well I, I don't and, think anybody really does. And that's what I was gonna bring up. Doesn't isn't that kind of tricky betting Kentucky player props? Because you never know who's gonna pop off. I was I was telling Mike last night that I had a same-game parlay for the game on Saturday for Kentucky. And you know who messed that up? Big Z playing 15 minutes messed that up. Would I you, mean, it, it, Who did he take away, Trey? Uh, was Aaron Bradshaw. Why would you uh, bet Aaron Bradshaw? Well, because uh, I'm scoots, thinking— That's on you, buddy. No, I'm not. Roush, I didn't see the news that Big Z was free. So Even I'm if thinking, you didn't see the news, betting free. an Aaron Bradshaw prop, come on. It was like eight and a half for points or something. I can't even we remember what it was. We don't bet Oh, I'm exactly. And I mean, at that point, when I don't know that Big Z's playing, it's Bradshaw and Onyenso. So I figured, you know, Bradshaw will get the majority of the run. He'll he'll do something good. No, and then Big Z comes in and just tears it up. So part of this this whole ordeal, um, I've been pretty successful in these because they're so inconsistent. So who played bad recently? Well, let's let's take him because he's due to be playing well. That that isn't foolproof. Um, here's something else to consider. Over the last six games, Antonio Reeves averaging 23 points per game and DJ Wagner's averaging 14.1, I want to say, or 13 and a half, something like that. Those guys have been pretty rock solid over the last six. Uh, and it's one of those things that you're like saying, well, is Reeves really going to score? Is he going to keep doing this, scoring 20-plus points a game? I mean, it's happened every time except for the Missouri game. He only had 14. So DraftKings suggests that he has an off night tonight. The juice is on the under 19 and a half. So they're thinking he has a below average game. Thinking he uh, is due for just a below average game is I think what DraftKings is trying to tell us. His is 19 and a half. A lot of these times it'll be around their average and then the juice is kind of where the difference is. Uh, but I, I, I stay away mostly. for. I have a better idea of watching as much SEC basketball as I do. I have a better idea of what teams are going to do that will work against, against UK which is normally just have players that are good scorers and they're going to have good scoring games against Kentucky. And sometimes even the players that are bad scorers have good scoring games against UK. But Michi Johnson is a good scorer even against an elite defense. So if he's a great scorer against an elite defense, what's he going to do against a not-so-great defense? I would imagine he's going to put up a ton of points. His over-under right now is 16.5. Now, the juice is suggesting the over so and you can actually tease that number higher. I, I would feel comfortable up to twenty points, and even probably more than that. I, I could see him having a twenty-five point game, no problem. And then BJ Mack is going to probably score some points. UK's done Return a better job 
when they've had their bigs in slowing down other teams' bigs. So BJ Mack potentially a little bit more risky on the scoring front, but he he's going to get a lot of rebounds. He, I, I think he'll be the the leading rebounder in the game. I would imagine. So BJ Mack and Michi Johnson, I would just take overs, uh, at least on points and player combos, threes and rebounds and assists and stuff. I don't, you know, whatever. I, I take the BJ Mack over on rebounds, I guess. But Michi Johnson has had a six three point game this year. He went six of ten against Clemson. Yeah, he's going to put up a ton of points. But he's he's a little just, wildly inconsistent. Just, so. just get ahead of that. Don't know if I'll do over two and a half threes or not. That would be my my parlay. bets of the day are just overs for. Michi Johnson and BJ Mack. So that's what I've got there. Scooch, any bets for tonight you feel great about? Uh, Kentucky minus four seems like silly. Right? Well, Scooch, or Roush had something about that just uh, not long ago. Actually, yeah. it's kind of the same. It's a lot kind of the of, bets are on the Cats. It's kind of the same concept that you had on Saturday, Roush, with the Texas line. You texted me and TJ and we're like, uh, Baylor only getting, or getting a point and a half. And we were like, well, that's telling you to bet Texas. And what ended up happening, Texas covered. So the way the line is now, I feel like that screams that I should be betting South Carolina. So that kind of makes me worried. All the money's coming in on the Cats. And that also makes me worried. Uh, that that worries me a little bit. To your point, though, Scoots, and South Carolina's coming off a pretty bad home loss. They, they went on the road after the home loss and was able to beat Arkansas, so maybe they've got their funk off of them. But they lost at home to Georgia. That was a game they should not have lost at home. Do they lose two straight home games at Colonial Life Arena? It's going to be 45% Kentucky fans there tonight. Scoots, I'm with you. I like the Cats to cover. I agree with you that kind of some of the stink and some of the numbers and some of just the betting trends of the Sharks and whatnot, which seems just to take South Carolina in this instance, I just don't know how they keep up offensively. And I think B.J. Mack and I think Michi Johnson will do their darndest and they'll have really good games. And they've got one other good guard. Um, what's his name? I've got, I've got their pulled up. The Talon Cooper guy, he, he's he's been kind of interesting to me. He, he's somebody to watch tonight. I could see him having a big game. But their third option is Miles Studi, Study. He was on Vanderbilt last year. He was like Vanderbilt's three-point specialist. He was one of the worst three-point so specialists the, of all time. That's what I okay. Yeah, he was on Vanderbilt. That's why you may recognize. I was going to say name. I saw his name and I was like, why do I? How do I know this guy? He's a guy. He is. I, I, this is going to sound mean to him, and he's probably going to end up having fifteen plus points tonight. I wouldn't doubt it in the slightest if he did. But like, he is not quick with the ball in his hands. He's a catch and shoot shooter that is has a somewhat slow release. He is not somebody that should torch Kentucky. Now, Kentucky is not a great defensive team, and everybody has seemingly put up good numbers against them, but that's why I think UK should win. This is an experienced South Carolina team, and some of the players that were on last year's team have experience in beating UK, but gosh, UK is so much better from a talent standpoint at pretty much every position except for Michi Johnson. I mean, I'd still take UK guys over him, but he's he's legitimately a good player. BJ Mack's a good player. Can two beat? Can two beat seven? Can two beat eight? They shouldn't. So I like UK as well, but we'll give our final predictions there. But so, Scoots, I, I do like. I'm I'm with you. I, it's weird, but I would take UK given four. I uh, and I have a question for you all. If you all ever remember this, what's the deal when they're saying you can't can't parlay some of these picks together? Yeah, I don't get it. 
like it's, some it's very arbitrary. You, some they let you, some they don't. Like they'll let me do a player combo for Michi Johnson, but they won't for BJ Mack in the single game parlay. I don't understand why. You'd have to talk to Mister Damn Draft Sports Kings. Books. Like what? It is very inconsistent. Yeah, because I don't know. I want this. I want this to be part. Maybe here you go, Roush. Maybe do a same game parlay X, where you do the same game parlay, leave out that BJ guy, and then add that as your single bet to the same game parlay. Yeah, does that make sense? It does, but I just I wanted that one. I didn't want. I don't. Whatever. It's 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 neither here nor there. But I just I don't understand why you can for some and not for others. It makes no sense. It let me do BJ Mack over. It let me do a bunch of overs, but it wouldn't throw in a couple of the other ones. Yeah, it's just it's it it's arbitrary. Sense, but, yeah, I don't I don't really understand. Yeah. Oh well. Well, hopefully everybody wins money. Bet responsibly, and uh, if our bets don't win. Blame Scoots. Man, I've been on a big uh, DraftKings like daily lineups kick with with college basketball, especially when Kentucky plays. So fun, you get like eight spots to pick players and just Ooh. throw like six cats in there. So just you, I haven't won money doing that yet, but it makes the game a lot of fun. Are you just because UK is going to put up so many points? You <laughs> yeah. Feel kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight's going to be interesting though. South Carolina, they let's see what they're uh, seventy three points per game. That's higher than I thought. Oh, we should bet the over then, right? What is it, 155? I was, I'm was. i an idiot. I was on the under on Saturday. I would never do that again. Ken Palm has Never the, betting the UK under the rest of the, the season. Total Lesson learned. At uh, I'm bad at math, but 157 Ooh, close. is the Ken Palm total. What's, Eight, the, over 80, under on the, what's the over under on the actual site? One, oh. 155, I think, right? I, I, I saw 140, but uh, that was the Dayton LaSalle game. Hey, UofL hosting Duke. Normally, that would be a big talking point in this town. Nope. <laughs> nope, they suck. Louisville's really falling out of love with college basketball. It's sad. 155 is the number. Hmm. Oh, man. That's just begging for the over. I mean, if the Cats got, a ni- got to 90, they could get, yeah. it'd be the over's lock. Mm-hmm. Roush, you brought up the uh, Tennessee-Alabama over to us on Saturday. Yep. Did that? Did Ken Palm nail that number? Didn't you say it was one sixty three? And I think the total was one sixty three. Uh, I, I was the one who I think, or whoever said the it. Final score was ninety one seventy one. I was the one who said it. So it was off one sixty two. I said to take Texas. I said take Texas too. I said take Texas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I said it. Didn't I said yeah? It. They covered by half point. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. South Carolina has uh, home name palm trees. Yep, Paul Meadows to be uh, to be sure. Sixty fifth on defense, sixty fifth on offense. So they're consistent, consistent if nothing else. I I think this UK basketball team is just going to provide really, really, really fun moments in every game. But there's going to be those stretches that are just like ah, this, this is not as enjoyable. And I, I bet this game is no different, Roush. Not to give uh, some poor analysis with it, but the right, runs right. are going to be fun. But South Carolina is going to have their runs as well. I just Control the tempo, with something they've been able to do for the majority of the season. Make things difficult as you can for Michi Johnson, especially B.J. Mack, which B.J. Mack is like their Chuck Hayes type of player. He, he plays really hard, he plays with heart, and he's undersized. I think he's 6'7", six, 6'8", six, but he's like, he's big. He's a big boy. Um, his, I'm pulling up the rosters while I'm kind of stammering here. They He's list him at 270, six, eight, 270. That's a big boy. That is a big boy. So it's not an Aaron Bradshaw kind of game. Well, who is it kind of game? I mean, it's not really even a Trey Mitchell kind of game necessarily. But you if go. You, length, I think, is going to be the thing. 
And you know what? If they want to waste time throwing it to him inside, oh. then then feel free. <laughs> Isn't BJ Mack the perfect name for a six eight two seventy guy? Didn't you? Didn't we? He's also has played college basketball since the twenty nineteen season. The Reagan administration. God, get get out of here, BJ Mack. Which uh, quick politics thing? So we're just we're doing the Trump Biden thing again. Nobody's surprised by that. I know, but why? Well, nobody nobody wants that. Yeah, I I. I, I yeah. <laughs> Oh man, which uh, makes you wonder how much we're even in control at all, Roush. Yep, makes you wonder. But no makes more meatball, Ron. Unfortunately, who that guy? He's he. I I pre. I thought he did a great job during the pandemic in Florida as governor. A lot of people disagree with that. And secondly, just because you drop out of a presidential race when it seems like almost two Colts are running against each other, you know, Lincoln, he 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 didn't. He wasn't always successful early on. It, it, I'm not comparing Ron DeSantis <laughs> and say Ram Lincoln, but I'm comparing failed political runs not being the end-all, be-all. It, it was funny, Even though. Even though Sleepy, oh, Sleepy Joe had a couple of failed runs. Oh, yeah. Oh, many. Due to um, plagiarism one time. The uh, the funny thing with Ron DeSantis, though, was the week before he was talking about how everybody who loses uh, just starts kissing the ring, and mm-hmm. then Trump will let you back in, and then he drops out and endorses Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, his endorsement was very lukewarm in terms of endorsements, unlike most of them who just fall in line. His was like, yeah, he's a better option than Joe Biden, so he, he's got my support. It was a very – but the Ted Cruz example is one of the Funniest. kind of the grossest of that yeah. where, like, he went after his family. I mean, multiple members of his family. Yep. And then, like, Inauguration Day, Ted's like, woo, holding his hand. It's just like, that's – Ted Cruz or Chris Chance? You get the <laughs> – Get the two mixed up. I am at least, you know oh, what? I'll have to do my SEC power rankings it's, today it, on Twitter. It's really, I'm, I'm really proud of myself because I've learned that the South Carolina coach is not JT Poston. It's mm-hmm. Lamont Paris. And the Mississippi State coach, not Chris Jansen, Chris Jans. Just Jans. By the way, JT Poston played really well this weekend. He's got a bunch of top 10 finishes yeah, this year. He played awesome. Starting That's strong. Exciting. I watched a bunch of that tournament. Which, uh, Did you see the amateur win? Of course. Yeah, he dropped out of the Farmers Open for next week. That putt he hit, that was I, – I watched because it was going to be history if that amateur won, and he got in some trouble off the tee mm-hmm. and had a great chip shot, but I think it was like a six-and-a-half-footer, six-footer, but it was tricky with kind of some of the bends and the turns. And Well, it was really, co- it. It was really cool with him being belly. from Alabama, playing with JT – and JT, he had a two-shot lead on the 18th fairway, and JT was kind of walking up to the hole with him, I guess probably just saying, hey, just stay calm, hit your par, let's walk out of here with a win. So that was really neat. Golf was crazy this weekend, so I don't know if you all saw all the Dubai tournament, but Rory was down 10 strokes going into Sunday. Dude came back and won. <laughs> How incredible is that? I did not see that. Oh, that That's is- awesome. I'm I'm sure there had to be some collapsing at the top. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but that's still well. He sh- he shot 13 under on Sunday, so he played well. Still pretty pretty wild. Um, I did uh I did see that they are bringing the Barbasol back, but they're not calling it the Barbasol anymore. The Kentucky Championship. So they're going to have the PGA Tour back at Keene. I was Trace, happy to see that at least for 2024. Um, and then we'll have a halt or. Is Valhalla this year? It is this oh, year. It's this mm-hmm. year. It's uh, what, May? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a friend was uh, planning their wedding. They were like, oh, well, you know, can't do it the week after Derby. You can do a Derby. You know, Mother's Day. There's a lot going on. What about two weeks after Derby? And then they started looking up hotels for like a 
you know, night after the wedding suite. Like, why are these so expensive? Oh, yeah. Uh, BJ's happening. May's going to be maybe the most electric month in Louisville history. Baby's going to be about a month and a half old. That's plenty enough time for daddy to slip out for a round. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. We can all go. Scoots, you agree? Well, golf's a quiet sport. Bring the baby. That's actually, you could totally bring the baby there. <laughs> and that's at the age where, like, you can They can't, stay in the stroller. Yeah. yeah they're just sleeping not, the whole time, but if they're awake, they're just, like, You looking, feed them, yeah, and then they put them back in there. It's a good point. That could actually bring the baby to that. Outdoors, yeah. fresh air, good for a baby. It's yeah. not a bad idea, Scoots, like the way you around. think. Got to remember baby if I bought can't. the wife tickets when I bought mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll email. Guess I'll you're go. not going, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Get ready to learn to speak watching on TV. <laughs> 502 414 Why did I like that so much? <laughs> I get a kick out of all of those. Uh, Texter says, three weeks till Ash Wednesday. hey -o. Is that tomorrow? Uh, three weeks from tomorrow? Man, very hype for fish fry season. That is... I thought you were going to say Ash Wednesday. Church. It's fun. But fish fries. Also, TJ, I'm about two years away from ha being on fish fry duty, and <laughs> you, your boy is going to be... I, I, I was built... To be on fish fry duty. Back there at the fryers. You just yelling at people. Just pounding beers. What what makes you two years away, Roush? Is it an age thing? No, you yeah, hit, you, you hit 34 you, and you gotta start volunteering. Yeah, well, no, you wait till your kids are there. Because oh, okay. that's that's part of the, the rigmarole. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And technically you only have to do it once or twice, but I'll probably just do it for most of them. Mm. This is fun. Just drinking beers with the fellas, the other dads, frying some fish. Well, maybe we'll come have some of your fish hey we got we got good fish out at st paul that's what i hear everybody says it 502-414-1450 another texter says up oh, I, I jumped off the text line oh no he jumped off the text on scoots what did he say i too had jumped off the text line okay another texter says use the arrow and z in place of edwards no way we can keep giving him minutes well i had this down i figured a texter would bring it up oh. do the arrow Back to practice. He, maybe. At least in his practice jersey. He was in a picture that Cal tweeted, kissing some politician boots. Yes. You got to do what you got to do. Shout out Andy Barr for getting Big Z, apparently. I, I also, I, sometimes I want to know how much pull Cal could have. Like, maybe, maybe the extent of his pull is the Big Z situation. But, like, what could Cal get done by calling in favors? Could he get marijuana legalized in Kentucky? Ooh. Like, what, what? how far could his influence go? That'd be a good, like, summer radio topic. You get the premise of the question, correct? Right, no, okay. no, I understand. I'm just wondering, yeah, like, can, can we change the gas tax? I, I honestly think it's probably bigger than we would think. Like, you know, tell McConnell that, just make a deal with Ooh. McConnell, something with his legacy. It seems could, like all he cares about. Could he convince Mitch McConnell to somehow get age restrictions passed for term limits? Could Cal get term limits? Not that powerful. <laughs> and I know there's people listening, and it's a fair point. That's like, with the government, he doesn't even have influence with his own athletic office, which is fair. <laughs> he, he doesn't even have pull with Mitch Barnhart. Why do we think he would have a chance with Mitch McConnell? But I think he could get some stuff done. What if Cal just started being like, we got to get pot in this state? I bet we'd get pot in this state. Yeah. 
Well, Stoops, he's got bourbon. Do you see they're expanding his distillery? I did not see that. Yeah, they're... Uh, Pony up. They're uh, moving it to this new Leastown Road development, like doubling the size of uh, the distillery. Yeah, they're just opening up a warehouse in College Station. <laughs> just coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you... you s- get out of the lease. Did you hear what... I'm sure you did not, but Ross Bjork, the guy who was A&M's AD, he's replacing Gene Smith. Did you hear his comments about it? Uh, I know, but I, I saw that he said that Stoops was a candidate. He he basically said that during job searches, everybody has a say. It's not just one person. Essentially saying, Stoops was my guy. Not everybody else was on board with it. Mm. So, Do you think Stoops would have done well at A&M? Yeah, but, he'd do fine. Like, would he do national championship good? He'd I don't do, know if he'd do that good. He'd do eight and four, nine and three. You know, I think he'd be better. Is, I think eight and four would be like his basement. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but he'd have to be willing to let somebody take the reins offensively, which is still a topic of conversation in his own program. But yes, oh. the arrow was pictured. It looked like he was practicing. He did not look happy in the picture. I wouldn't read too much into that. He, he tweeted somebody and said he didn't know the picture was being taken at that time. But hopefully, Roush, this is a sign we could see him because I, I do still think you need hit. You I've, need got, his I've got him penciled in for the Tennessee game. Okay. That's my – so two more weeks, he just basically misses the entire month of January. I'd be bummed if that is the case. I, I would like to see him at least on the road at Arkansas. But do you think that's going to happen? I have no idea. I, I, I didn't – Think that's in a million it. years it'd be this long to be good. So you could be right about the two. That's what weeks. I mean. I'm I'm being conservative with my guesstimate. But I would just hope if he's going through practice and you're seeing him in practice uniforms, that if he can do that to some degree, that he could be able to fill in 15 minutes in a game. But you're right. We have no idea. We're talking out our butts on this whole thing. But you could use him tonight. You can use him. You can use a player like him with a team that's lacking a little bit of physicality and toughness every single game. And. UK's coming off a stretch of playing some physical opponents. That doesn't really change with South Carolina and Arkansas. They don't really do anything well, so I wouldn't be shocked if they just try to muddy up that game as much as they can. So you need him back. Hopefully it's sooner than later, but at least a step in the right direction. You would think seeing him pictured during the the practices because everybody's been looking in the the last several weeks, like whenever they do the the on-the-road picture of the team in the huddle. Is he there? What's he doing? (laughs) That's just what UK fans do. Oh, yeah. Scoot, should we take our last break? Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. We'll do that. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. One final segment coming up. We'll give our predictions for the Cats and the Gamecocks after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment, game day edition, Kentucky Roll Call. The Big Blue, another chance to watch this Kentucky team play some basketball. Hopefully it'll be in a winning effort. And this is a big week for UK. Make no mistake about it. Two games that UK should absolutely win. Two road games, but ones that you just, good teams, got to find find ways. You got to take care of business. And then after that, one, two, three, 
four. Only five road games the remainder of the season, one of which is Vanderbilt, which, you know, should be able to take care of business in that one, you'd hope. And then you'd have four road games left at Auburn, at LSU, at Mississippi State, at Tennessee. You feel like a two-and-two split in those? Take care of business at home? Getting way ahead of myself here, but that would be five losses on the season? Roush, that'd be going into SEC tournament play with a one seed firmly on the table and probably a two seed locked up regardless of what you do in the SEC tournament. So this is a big week for that to be a reality. You got to take care of business against the bad or the not great teams on the road. South Carolina, again, they fall in that kind of middle muddied up tier of, yeah, they could be a tournament team but probably not a tournament team that would really do a lot of damage. But 15-3 and three on the season, they've got a solid record. Haven't really beaten much of anybody. I guess their biggest win of the season would be Mississippi State. Just just a ho-hum team. Very average. But, like... A team, a team Kentucky should take care of. Right. But it's, um, as you alluded to earlier, they're going to they're gonna make it challenging for the Cats. They're going to muck it up. Muck it up quite a bit. We'll get back to the Thornton's text line here. Try to catch up on that as much as we can because, you know, there will be plenty of game texts. Plenty. Uh, texter on the Thornton's text line says, less Big Z talk, more Taylor, please. <laughs> Man, I I think the... Taylor Swift? People are just kind of doing their whole, like... Yeah, remember, because the guy yesterday texted in and said, less Taylor, more Big Z. Oh. So he's texting the opposite. I mean, we're getting a lot of straw man sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's just, ah, there's so many people, Taylor Swift all the time. Is it that bad? I don't think so. Was that, well, who who cares? Yeah, you're right. I mean, people are that are just looking for a talking point are going to find it in the Taylor Swift story mm-hmm. both ways of the of the aisle. Yes. It is a bad point. Is it? It is a bad point. Is what you meant, right? An opposite day thing. Don't know what that is referencing. Nope. No. No idea. Auburn has three road games against Alabama, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss in their next four games. Probably need them to lose one, if not two, of those games if we want an SEC one seed. Uh, definitely one. If if they go three and zero in that, that's going to be not great for UK's. UK is really going to probably have to beat them well, at Auburn. But, yeah, you're right. At least one, and if you get two, that'd be awesome. Ole Miss is, is fraudulent. I think a lot of people probably thought that. Right. You're right. starting to see more and more signs of it. But Mississippi State can beat Auburn in Starkville, but Auburn can win that game too. And then Alabama, I would expect Alabama to beat Auburn in Tuscaloosa. And if not, Alabama, shame on you. Here's another thing you have to consider with Auburn. Um, if you look at who they've played – it, it's a big – I mean, they've been challenged by nobody. I think Arkansas was the only, quote-unquote, good team they've played, and they got them at home, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of home games there, and they have a good home court advantage because it is such a small arena. They get rowdy. Um, so, yeah, I Auburn – Auburn's all – I don't want to say fraudulent, but, you know, they're, they're going to be one of those teams that's – they're right up there and they're plucky, but they are one of the best teams in the SEC. Just fine. Just fine. Yeah, Auburn's SEC road wins at Arkansas, at Vanderbilt. Right. Like Their home wins, A&M, LSU, Ole Miss. So they, they have had it a, a, a 
a bit easier in the SEC with that 5-0 and record, but water's going to find its level. It's a, it's a long conference schedule and season, so they'll have plenty of chances. But if they go 3-0 and in that, it'll definitely be something to keep an eye on. Our defense has looked significantly better for long stretches in the last two games while our numbers have plummeted. Defensive numbers, like in terms of they've so, gotten worse. I, I saw somebody I mean, talking about Kentucky's defensive numbers. I'm like, so what are these defensive numbers you speak of? Because we don't have defensive stats other than just points. Points that you give up. Yeah, you can do like the Ken Palm stuff. Right. But uh, when talking about, like, you can't call out somebody's individual defensive numbers unless it's just turnovers they're creating, right? Block shot steals. You, you can't determine how good somebody is at guarding the ball unless they're just picking off passes. Reed Shepard, great at picking off passes. Is he the best on ball defender? No. Um, but to this texture's point, yes. You, I, I feel like you've seen them make strides defensively while also having still given up a ton of points. I agree. And and I, I do think there I think there will be a game on the road and maybe it'll be the Auburn game or maybe it'll be the Tennessee road game where I think just the offense is is having an off night for their standards and they just get beat kind of badly. I also think there will be a game where the defense kind of clicks Roush and the other team maybe doesn't have a great shooting night and UK just absolutely rolls. And I wouldn't be shocked if that happens on the road. I, I wouldn't be totally shocked if tonight were a candidate for that. Like if Michi Johnson just totally has an off night, then UK should win big. I just don't think that's going to happen. But there will, there will be a night like that where the defense, we think it like has clicked. And it will probably be a little exaggerated or wishful thinking on our end. But there will be a game where UK puts the clamps on and gets a big win. And maybe tonight's a candidate for that. But I, I still just want us to feel like we can get, what do they call it? What, what did Buzz Williams call them? Like kill stops where you get three stops in a row or something yeah, like that yeah. or whatever. String together. I, I, I just, I do want to have confidence in us being able to string together stops back to back to back to back going into March. I don't feel that way right now, but I do, I agree with the texture that I've, I've being, I'm more confident that we can get there now more than ever. I do, and I, I and a do can play a big factor into that as well. We just need to keep taking steps. Yeah, yeah. And I think we could get to the point where I feel comfortable enough defensively, but not there yet. Yeah, and here's another thing too: holding an opponent to 35 points in, a, in the first half. That's not world beaters, but that's pretty damn good for this group. And because you're you're expecting them to Kentucky to score 44. Or so, yeah, or more. So, like, yeah, you're 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 on the the right path there. You just kind of let them go crazy there in the second half. Texture on the Thorns text line says, "Just imagine the Eastern European trash talk we can have against Tennessee now. Big Z versus Old Ziggler will be fun. Ziggler's not. You talking about Vescovy? Vescovy also Croatian? No, he's Serbian. I get those two mixed up, but the E is. I don't. I don't know. I don't think Ziggler. I think Ziggler's Plasovic is gone." Thankfully. Yeah, but I think Ziggler also not forward. Neither is Connect, even though it's just a weird name. Vince throwing the L's down at the hockey game was awesome, plus another sweep of the poor Dirty Birds. It was amusing, especially to Congrats be like the ceremonial first puck drop. Seven to one. Took him to the cleaners. Yeah, and Vince was there having a good time. Shots fired at the Indian Ocean. Yeah, Indian Ocean did take a couple stray shots yesterday. Suck at Indian Ocean. Yeah. Wow. Suck at Indiana Ocean, too. <laughs> That's where you go to vacation. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. He got roasted himself. Uh, 
I'd love to see it. You could kind of tell everyone had been underselling Z's potential impact as soon as he went to check in before you go. I don't. I, I wasn't at the game, but I. I don't know if I. If I caught that, but. Well, boy, we, it, like, what are the expectations for Big Z tonight? If we wanted to do like, oh, sports radio, that's a good topic because what are the expectations? Well, I expect. A I, I expect a three, or else I'm gonna cow get him out of here. <laughs> well. um, that was a. I know some people got all riled up because Kyle Tucker tweeted, "Imagine Carl Towns in 2024 for John Calipari." Did Kyle say that? Yeah. But here's the thing: that's the one that I think is legit because. But you were. But he was better back to. I promise you, he was better back to yeah. the basket than he would have been shooting threes. Right, but he also shot threes in high school, shot threes in the pros, didn't shoot threes in college. That, there, that, but that, that's like the what, only Kentucky, one of those. Kentucky that is would have won their if he had shot threes. They would have won their first 38 games. Uh, oh, they did. Um, well, okay. <laughs> and, like, they didn't lose to Wisconsin because Carl Anthony Towns didn't shoot threes, right? That wasn't why they lost. They lost because nobody could stop Sam Decker. Yeah. And, and, be, and be, you know, well, if Poitras was healthy, you probably have that guy. Also, how many points they scored that game? Like 50-something? Who? Kentucky. Final score is like 63 to 56 or something. I don't think about that game all that often. I know, but I, I think I they thought, only scored 50-something I thought I thought Kentucky had – I thought they were in the 60s. I thought UK was in the 60s, but I, – I Like a – uh, try to block it out. Right. Yeah. Uh, 64-71. Okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't an offensive showdown. But uh, definitely, though, they, uh, maybe, they didn't give up maybe, 70 points. You're right. Kyle Tucker's right. If Carl Anthony Towns had shot threes, they would have beat Wisconsin. Well, they did only shoot five threes in the game. That's, is, a, that's, low, that's, that's, a, that's a low amount. That's weird. But uh, college basketball, different eight years ago. It is now. That's, uh, other, other point. Wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that certainly got people talking last night. That's always that's low hanging fruit to get people talking. South Carolina's big quad one win opportunity. Ooh, man, it's a losable game if you don't show up. Michi Johnson can go for thirty if you let him. Plus, oh, yeah. they have a couple good shooters. They're a good offensive rebounding team. Feels like a letdown spot. So I'll be pretty pumped if we win. I don't. I, I'm always any SEC road win. I'm pumped about. I mean, any UK basketball, uh, any game, any UK athletics event that they win, I'm pretty pumped about. So tonight will be no exception. I'll be very excited about it if if it happens, and it, but it should happen. And Michi Johnson can should can go for thirty points, and you still should be able to win this game. That's kind of the beauty of the makeup of this UK team. But they do have shooters. They'll have some. That was kind of I don't know. On the one hand, you slow down Georgia's three point shooting. They have a team that has multiple guys across the board, Roush, that can shoot. On the flip side, you let one guy have seven threes. <laughs> Whichever way you kind of want to look at it. But this is this is a game Kentucky should win. And if they don't win, I'm going to be a little bothered by it tomorrow. Now, if like it's just a, a, a ref show and they're, it's not always black and white, there can be some gray area with analysis. But right, if, right. If, if, the, if we're talking about a loss tomorrow, I will not be thrilled. Of course not. And same team. with the Arkansas game. I mean, these are games UK needs to win. Yeah. If if Kentucky's the team we think they are, or they're the team we think they can be, these are two you got to go show it. You got to go prove it. A and M that probably should have been another one. You had your chances. You can mess around. You got a big fat L about it. Hopefully, we learn from that one because the Cats are back on the road. Might have missed it, but what time's the game? Seven. Seven. Cool. I, and we'll be doing the post game show right after on my Twitter page. So make sure you're Not. you're following along. Even if he is shadow banned. I, well, exactly. I think the last eight minutes was everyone relaxing more so than Cal slowing things down. Those kids say saw what we, all we saw in the first 32 minutes. 
it's hard to maintain that level for 40 minutes. No, I'm, it's kind of the point. You, you did a good job explaining it, Texter. Putting it clearly. I have a confession to make. I am not the Cal Kentucky hater I come off as. About 90% of the text I send, including the most recent, are, slow, are sol- solely excuse me, to get a rise out of TJ. It's worthless now because you all have my playbook, and I want to ensure you I am, in fact, a Kentucky fan and not a hater. And that's from Plumley Bro, too. Sure, sure, Plumley. Yeah, I mean, it, that's what I would say, too, if I was a Kentucky The Welch comment, admittedly, was funny for like the people that, that do follow along with that narrative. I have a feeling that you may actually believe it. To a to a to a pretty high degree, but that's all right, Plumley bro. Go Cats! It's going to be a fun next few months. We should all be on the on the same page together. I just realized Wagner went off for eighteen and ten assists against Georgia. Nobody's even talking about him. Hey, right. SEC Freshman of the Week, right? Yep, third time this year. It's insane how good this team is, and we're not even at full strength yet with a due out. We'll be lethal around tournament time. That is. That's what everybody's thinking, Texter. I don't want to jinx it. You don't want to jinx it by putting it out there. But no, in all seriousness, that's that's the thought process. Is This team is really good. They're really fun. They still haven't been at full strength for any point this season. And even with not being 100% full health, we like what we see, and we know it should only get better and better because this group is getting better and better. So what could it be come March? It could be the best basketball team in the country if they're not already right there right now. So have, it's have a lot you, of fun. Did you all see the meme with the uh, the guy and the girl walking and the guys looking back at the girl and it was Big Z and and Reed was the girl? I did see that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, good. I'm still here. TJ Kansas absolutely blowing it in the first half. I thought we were all – they started out hot. I guess maybe I should have done race to 10. I, I knew they'd come out of the gate hot. I just didn't think that they would blow it against Cincinnati again. They're frauds. Kansas is frauds. Mm-hmm. I, they, they, I'll have to see their draw, but I would be. I could see them. I may pick them to lose to a seven seed or a six seed or Ooh, an eight seed. I can get with that. They're not going to be a one seed though. According to John Spears, they will be. Are you all? Are you all smashing us at four at giving at UK giving four points? I don't. I don't think I'll be smashing it, but I may. I may put a, a nickel on it. Yeah, I'm only doing the... Uh, but I like the player props. Yeah, I'm only doing the player props. And if you didn't hear our player props, go back, listen to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. And wherever you're getting lunch today, switch up your plans because it's Taco Tuesday, Scoots. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Yes. I was actually thinking what I was going to get for lunch today. Salsarita sounds amazing. I'm only a few points away from another $10. So maybe I go in there today, use that up, or get to the... Get to the threshold. I need to get that $10. But, yeah, the options are endless. You can get quesadillas, burrito bowls, tacos, mm. quesaritos. I mean, the delicious salsa. It's, it's awesome. Oh, go go yeah. to Salsaritas. Sounds delicious. I'm hungry already. Download that app. And remember, keep them in mind for catering. Whether it's a work event, just whatever, you're ordering in for the, for the staff, make them happy with some Salsaritas. If it's a party, maybe it's a UK watch party. Maybe you're getting people together for the NFL playoffs this weekend. And keep them in mind for Super Bowl because any Super Bowl party is going to be better if you have Salsaritas in the fold. And that will be here before you know it. We should do a watch party with Salsaritas. Yeah, we should. We should have that. Be That would be fun. Yeah. Have like a live stream of all of us watching the UK basketball game and then just have a mess of Salsaritas. Be great. We could have Gil. Sure. 
He'd have to be in the background, though. Could we do it in the man cave or the man We'd living room? We'd put it in the man, man living, room. The man room. Yeah. yeah. I, could, I could move a TV in there. We could make it happen. Well, we wouldn't want you to go to any trouble. Oh, no. I need to get a TV in there anyways. A texture says, my plus minus when watching the Georgia game on Saturday was close to minus 20. I had a family commitment that kept me from watching all but the last 10 minutes of the game. I kept up with it on my phone, but do I deserve a one-game viewing suspension? I'll leave that up to the KRC crew. <laughs> my fate is in your hands. Uh, that's funny. I, I was having a very negative plus minus during the, the Green Bay game, and not not with watching, but when I would like step into the no- other room, something horrible would happen for you, Green Bay's chances. Uh so I can relate, buddy. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Not your fault. Watch the game. But if, if they get down big early, turn if, it off. Yeah, if things get if things get a little hairy when you're watching for an extended period of time, we may as well try it out. And you <laughs> and you turn it off and we see what happens. But otherwise, I think you're good to go. Right, Roush? No, of course. Okay. Another texture says, Gamecock John the Baptist was annoying all of those locusts constantly buzzing around him. At least we still have Gamecock Mary Magdalene. I can't get into those movies because I can't cheer for anyone named Indiana. What kind of parents would do that to a child? That's a fair yeah, point. Well, it's not it's not his name. That's the dog's name. They named the dog Indiana. His name is Henry. Okay. Junior. That's why the third one's the best one. Get Sean Connery in there. He's great. That wasn't the the, the skull one. That was the fourth one, right? Skull was the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, because that wasn't the best one. No, yeah. Last Crusade's great. Kirby says, quarter zips are fire and an underrated piece of clothing. I agree. Right, they're a great piece of clothing. I enjoy that. But South Carolina, do we need to have analytics on your records when your coach wears certain quarter zips? No, we don't. It's silly. It's stupid. Um, I do think it is noteworthy that Kentucky's only lost to South Carolina 13 times. Three have been in the last six years. Or the last six meetings, excuse mm. me. So, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Not, mm. yeah. Not great. Turn that tide tonight. I always think of Devin Downey when thinking of annoying little South Carolina guards. I do too. And he, that was, you know, that was that only, I guess they lost that game. What was their second loss? They had another one, didn't they? Yeah. Tennessee, right? On the road to Tennessee? Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking. That, pretty, I mean, that makes sense. But. Pretty sure on the road to Tennessee later in the season. But the South Carolina one was their first one. And then Sundari, some other random South Carolina guards, Sundarius Thornwell. Yeah, P.J. Dozier on that team. Um, even though Dozier's more forward. Big old suck it. Big old suck it to South Carolina. Hopefully we send Michi Johnson and co. packing tonight. Michi over on points. Total over 155. UK money line is plus 400. And then uh, you can make it plus 500 with a little profit boost. It's not a bad little parlay there. You can get behind that. Five to one. Not too shabby. How many points did we tease Duke, Duke to beat Louisville tonight? I'm thinking 18. I would think that Duke is just going to wipe the floor with Louisville. What's the spread 14 on 14 is so low. What? But I don't know. There's something maybe stinky about it. Very stinky. I would I would just probably take the 14. Just take my take my chances with that. Eighteen's not a bad number, though, Texter. I, I I think your head's in the right spot there, but I, I just can't imagine a scenario. Duke's not all that great. They go through their own. They go through their own offensive struggles. But goodness que- gracious, question is: Does Zan Payne start tonight? If so, I'm slamming Duke. It's going to be hilarious to see if he start who. 
Just some of the players they've. I mean, not just fans are over Kenny Payne in a major way. I mean, they started the the Hersey Miller. They think that he's legitimately like trolling, trolling. them, yeah. and that's not a good place to be with your head coach. Did you hear what he said as his excuse after the game on Saturday? What he said. Basically, he said that they're all young kids, and kids don't want to do anything early in the morning. <laughs> it was a noon game, and he was claiming that it, because they're kids, they just weren't ready. It was still morning time. They were tired. Guys got so many excuses. Like, would, would love to hear both that's been that one. Which, by the way, Rick, like, I get it. He's your friend. You don't you don't have to always carry his water. That's bad. It's It's bad. They took my automatic winning bet away on every site. Luckily, Antonio Reeves hit points, assists, and rebounds hits every game as well. What was your automatic winning bet? That's what I was wondering. Justin Edwards, under. Oh. (laughs) It's almost like politics is a scam to make us believe we have a say in things, but they make sure to always have us at each other's throats, though. Could he end homelessness? Could he make things right and help ease the pains of childhood poverty? Probably not. Cal, he should. He should do those things. Cal, you people are crazy. You need some pot. <laughs> you guys go to that Micah Tyler show, going to be a banger. Who's that? That's He's the performance for the oh, uh, Sweetheart the Dinner. Praise his name. Yeah. Oh, that's a banger. It is that a is banger. I actually went over I went over to the WJIE studio late last week because I had to ask Jim. I was like, well, what is the name of that song? I need it in my life. And it, it is a great song. Roush, did you see John Hale's tweet? Basically saying he doesn't expect Cohen to be a candidate at the Titans because him and that coach have no relationship. No, I think he's just saying that he doesn't they don't have a relationship. He's adding that into the equation. But um, if you read some other reports, uh, Brian Callahan, Bengals offense coordinator, is going to be the Tennessee Titans' next head coach. Cohen will be an option because Levis was his uh, – he was Levis's offensive coordinator. Zach Taylor coached with Liam Cohen, their buds. Sean McVay – like he he had there's, – there's reasons why Cohen would be a candidate for the job. There's reason. There's big reason why he will not be a candidate for the Cincinnati Bengals job. They're probably going to promote Dan Pitcher. They just need Mike Brown to not be a cheapskate, which is asking a lot, but he's probably going to get promoted. So, long story short is, Cohen's probably going to be an option that they'll consider, but how much will they consider it? And how much will Cohen consider it? Because it's probably going to be a bad job. You're going into a rebuild, and you're not going to get to call plays. Cohen went into a former defending Super Bowl champ, didn't get to call plays. He, his team got injured a bunch, and they stunk. Levis could get injured a bunch, too, because that offensive line stinks. Dan Pitcher sounds like he's coaching the wrong sport. You're exactly right. So that's just something you got to monitor, I don't, but I don't know how much is going to come of it or not. Uh, but it's definitely something that we, we have to keep an eye on. A texture says, seems pretty clear the arrow isn't being rushed back because the staff knows the team will be fine. Do you want to play in SEC games or healthy in March? Well, ideally, healthy SEC games right now. Uh, that – that's my first option. I don't think anybody's asking him to play injured. Uh, I think we're just curious what the injury is, how long, you know, it's not something that you saw happen on the court necessarily. It seems like it's growing pains. If that could happen now, it could happen in two months. And uh, we just want to see him. But yeah, we, we want him to be healthy. Nobody's suggesting otherwise. All right, we need to make our picks for tonight. We're running out of time. Uh, we also are just going to need to implement like a text line quota for numbers and once you hit like six texts then we gotta we gotta cut you <laughs> off all right scoots what do you think happens tonight give us uk uofl all of it quickly. okay i think the cats win i'm gonna stick with the they cover the four i think they put up a big number again tonight 91 82 will be the final i think duke rolls they're gonna win probably 86 to 52 
So big, Ooh. big win for Duke. All right, I might have to tease that number up. Uh, Cats uh, eighty nine, South Carolina seventy five. Okay. Uh, we'll leave the back door open, and we're swimming at the end. But probably a buffer zone game where South Carolina gets close a few times, but never can get over the hump. Okay, what's your U of L score? Oh, I'm definitely taking Duke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will go. Cats ninety two eighty four. UK wins and they cover. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll be several. It'll be a roller coaster of a ride, but it'll be a fun one because the Cats will put up a bunch of points. And then U of L loses eighty nine to seventy. We'll be back tomorrow to talk all about it, and we'll be doing the post game show. I'll be doing the post game show afterwards. Check us out on Twitter. Bro. Okay. DJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kennedy.